Hi, Simon. Hi, Colin. <laughs> this is our podcast called He's in a Podcast. Um, it's possibly the first podcast that the name was created some considerable time before they had any idea what's on the podcast. I think not, that time is still still going, isn't it? I reckon by episode six or seven we'll have figured out what this is. But it's a great name because we're twins. And we like peas. I love mushy peas. Do you? I do. I had some the other day. You see, I'm learning so much about you through, I know, right? through oh this podcast. What an eye-opener. I didn't used to. Now I do. That's the journey I took with Mushy Bees. Oh, Stay had, tuned had be- for more. <laughs> it had a beginning. It had an end. That was, <laughs> that was a great story. Thank you very much. Uh, so yeah, we, we just thought it would be fun, uh, didn't we, Simon, to do a podcast based off that title. And, you know, just talk about stuff, see what happens. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, that is basically the plan. And we're assuming that everyone listening knows at least one of us. This is the most self-indulgent podcast in the world. <laughs> and that's saying something. <laughs> at least there's two of us. It's not just someone rambling in their attic. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to release some sort of commentary track on this podcast <laughs> afterwards, I think. <laughs> I will release a scathing repast to do that. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I realised that Simon was not on board. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mindy Carling will be a guest on mine, so... Oh yeah, making Mindy Carling. <laughs> Just watch this space with Mindy Carling, is all I'm saying. Okay. Keep listening to episodes and one day Mindy Carling will be on it. I promise. That is the Thomas guarantee. <laughs> uh, we're going to do a whole bunch of different segments. We're going to see some that might work. Yeah, likely. I'll, I'll give me too many segments. Oh yeah, way too many. <laughs> way too many. Um, first segment... We- Let's, let's, let's start off with our now famous segment. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm assuming this is going to be released sometime in the future. Um, Colin versus Simon. Now, you might be thinking, Simon, mm. idiot, this is, uh, uh, this is you versus me. I would be thinking that had I not suggested this segment myself in the first place. <laughs> yes. Uh, instead, it is, in fact, a famous Colin versus a famous Simon. We're going to keep doing it until only one is the winner. There can be only one is the tagline to which film, Simon? Colin versus Simon. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, the Hunger Games? Um, yeah, that, make, that would make sense. Uh, no, Highlander. I don't know what that is. Excellent. <laughs> um, so, uh, I have nominated for my Colin, and I didn't come to play, Colin Kaepernick. Oh, Sorry, nice. wait a minute. Colin Colin Kaepernick? Something I don't like know, that. actually. I've only ever seen it written down. I, um, were we supposed to come prepared with Simon's? Okay. Great. Uh, do you not have a Simon? Well, I'll come up with one. <laughs> Brilliant. Simon of Cyrene. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to tell us about who your person is? So Colin Kaepernick uh, is an American football player, or if you're in America, he's a football player, uh, and he has won some sort of UNICEF prize uh, because he has knelt during the American National Anthem in protest at police uh, brutality in the United States. That is a very strong Colin. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'll be honest. I'm sure this was supposed to be a fun segment. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and we've also alienated our, all our American Republican listeners. Or perhaps not, that's unfair. I'm sure there are some who are not Trump fans who are Republicans. Hmm. In fact, we can essentially boil this down to politics versus religion is what we've gone for here. <laughs> it's a nice uncontroversial starting point. Because Simon no. Cyrene, you, you will, uh, New Testament fans, will know as being the person who carried the cross for Jesus up to Calvary. Um, there we go. I don't know if he had any say in the matter. I can't remember. No, he, was, he was really called out, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. So the idea of this segment is that we will, between us, 
nice and fairly decide who the winner is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In this unlikely event, unri- unlikely battle of current Nike sponsor <laughs> versus <Sure>. someone <laughs> who we don't know anything he did beyond a five-minute stretch at one point. <laughs> Although, Although to be fair, I don't know what anything Colin Kaepernick's done beyond a five-minute stretch. No, it really was stretching, wasn't it? I'm, I'm not a fan of American football. You're not a fan of any sport at all. No, that's fair. Um, Unless so, reading is a sport. Yeah, and it's not. So Okay, uh, then sounds... get your original statement stands. Carry on. But f- happily, I have the Wikipedia page for Colin Kaepernick open right now. Oh, Did you know, what... Simon, he was named the Western Athletic Conference Offensive Player of the Year twice. That's... Is it good to be offensive in this case? I think he just swore at people. I don't know. <laughs> um, no, I didn't realise he got the second one. Yeah, and he's the only player in the NCAA Division One FBS history to amass 10,000 passing yards and 4,000 rushing <laughs> yards in a career. Was that Russian or rushing? That was rushing. Okay. <laughs> presumably, presumably that involves running in some way. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're allowed to run and... You, you can, can you run with the ball? Can you, you, know, you can run with the ball in rugby, can't you? You just can't... You can't pass it forwards in rugby. Pass it forwards. I remember there was something you couldn't do. I mean, I couldn't do any of it. <laughs> and in American football, you can just chuck it where you like, I think. Well, did you know that Cyrene is located in Northern Africa in Eastern Libya? Or both of them. Yes, what? but I think Libya must be in Northern Africa. Oh, oh Libya. Oh, right. yes. okay. No, I didn't um, know that. How many rushing yards have you got? <laughs> um, I haven't read the whole entry. <laughs> okay. Simon's act of carrying the cross. Patibulum. Did you know the word patibulum? I don't know the word patibulum. Apparently, he describes his act of carrying the cross. Ooh. F- which of, if you had to guess, Colin, and you do, yeah. right. which of the seven stations of the cross that was, which would you say? The fourth one. The fifth, you fourth oh. <laughs> um, I'm starting to wonder if this is a really dodgy segment. Maybe I shouldn't have picked Sona Sirene. I should say, for those who don't know, we are both Christians and take this very seriously. We, we, we do, I mean, we are. Yeah, no, I've got to say, it seemed weird when you said it. <laughs> it's just the first time. I've just been reading The Cross of Christ by John Stott, so it was the first time when he came to my mind. Okay. Um, there's so not a lot of information. You didn't feel like preparing at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought, I don't know what I thought. <laughs> I just um, thought you were going to like maybe just wander the streets of Oxford till you found the first Simon, <laughs> and, like, and then you get him to fight me. Is that? Well, I wonder if there are any other Simons in, in my village, which I wouldn't say, because it's too small. Um... And I'm worried that people would find me if I said it. No one's listening to this. We'll be fine. <laughs> it's true. Only Marmon. She presumably knows, at least within three guesses, which village I live in. Um, there's, there's almost nothing about him on the Wikipedia page. I don't think there is much to say about him. Solid. <laughs> so I think... Um, let's let's break it down quite simply. Number of rushing yards. Colin Kaepernick, 4,000. Simon Cyrene. Un- undisclosed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm going to have to hand it. Um, to Colin Kaepernick, yes. A glorious victory. So one nil for Collins so far. Next time I'll put more than a moment's thought <laughs> into picking my Simon. Now, I'll be honest, I'm going to run out of Collins soon. Um, we so, had uh, mine history, as I have done. It's not a lot of Collins in history. Not, yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. and, and none of the rest of them have won Amnesty International's Ambassador of Conscience Award, which some foolish podcast has referred to as a I say it was UNICEF. You did, yeah. That, that was never likely, was it? Well, you said that's part of the UN. Yeah, but isn't it it's like Children's Education Fund or something, isn't it? Yeah. Well, UNICEF, what won't they do? Well, that, apparently. <laughs> oh, who knows? 
Well, like we we know. Well, I don't know if that just pushes it closer to Simon or Sarini being, but no, I'll, I'll still give it to you. I think the decision was made. <laughs> okay, so sorry. <laughs> you know the rules of this game. <laughs> going back. I think it's very clear that I do. <laughs> well, that was a strong, strong start to this podcast. <laughs> that in any other podcast would be cut. <laughs> but I'm in two minds whether whether we should even publish this thing. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's our how, okay? Well, we'll we'll dump out of that segment and move into an excellent new segment. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Uh, it's famous twins. Oh, now, game. I did cast your mind back, Simon. Cast your mind back to the beginning of this podcast when we said that we were twins. Yeah, it's still true. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it know. is true. And I chose the twins this time, but I realised I don't actually know their names, <laughs> but they are famous. I feel so like I, I was worried that I hadn't done enough. <laughs> well, as it turns out, the scrolls on scrolling on this post note I did like five minutes before the podcast started was already massive. <laughs> you done. I do have a pen and piece of paper in front of me, or well, back in an old envelope, but I've not written anything down. Sorry, you're trying to take notes during the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> just in case things come to me. What? Um, I always make notes during a podcast. Something you should yeah. know about me. <laughs> The mushy peas thing, the fact that you for some reason take notes during your own podcast. <laughs> Not about things I'm saying. but So I do a podcast about books with my friend Rachel, and sometimes she talks for a while. I, I think, oh, I want to say something about that. Pop it down so that when she's finished talking, I remember Just interrupt your son. Just interrupt them. <laughs> I'm very polite. Oh, yeah. um, James, I think, might be one of the names of these it famous is. twins. Uh, they are the twins who played the Weasley brothers, George and Fred. What are they called? Uh, J- James, uh, James Phelps and Oliver Phelps. There we go. Do you know which one played which? Um, uh, let's say James plays Fred because he's going to he's going to contradict us. Mm, no one, I assume. Yes. So uh, I, I was right. Hey, no, I'm right. James plays Fred. I've got the Wikipedia page open here. Oh, well done. I mean, fifty-fifty chance, but well done. Would you say this one that they're younger than us or older than us? Hmm, I think it's pretty close. Yeah. Um, and I think they are, I'm going to say, a year older. They are three, nearly four months younger. <gasps> there you go. What have we done with our lives, eh? <laughs> um, I was, no, I've never been in a Harry Potter film. <laughs> no. Uh, they were in loads of Harry Potter films. They were, and they were very bad in all of them. That's fair. So... I, the reason I chose them is because I've long wanted to rant about how we could have done that role equally well if we were dyed our hair ginger. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, we're only three months older, as we've just discovered. So <laughs> well, I, I think that would have been fine. Yeah. Um, so for those of you who haven't seen Harry Potter, uh, Simon, tell them, tell them about Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> um, spoilers for book one and all the ensuing books. Harry's a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> he that. No, no I can't that can't be right. No, he's, <laughs> no, he's just some unimportant kid who lives under the stairs. He just lives in a quite horrifying case of child abuse. But no, turns out also a wizard. Um, oh. Makes friends with Ron Weasley. He's got many brothers, some of whom are lovable jokesters, Fred and George, who are twins and later run a joke shop. Lovable jokesters. Hmm. And the key characteristic, other than being lovable jokers, is that they jokesters. have red hair. Jokesters. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, is it too late to edit that out? <laughs> no, it's so embarrassing. I think ignominy needs to be heaped upon you. Yes, they are, like everyone in their family, they have ginger hair. Does the mum have ginger hair? Yeah, sure. 
right. No wonder they all like ginger. Then we've had two parents both with ginger hair. Well, I believe ginger is a recessive gene, so you still needn't have. Mm. <laughs> mm, that's right. Science Corner. Simon's <laughs> Corner. <laughs> it's our famous recurring segment to Simon's Corner. <laughs> Where Simon gets science wrong. <laughs> I think I got it right that time. I think you did. <laughs> I've ruined Simon's Corner already by getting off, <laughs> off brand. Mm. I'm, I might do a gardening corner later. <laughs> <laughs> Becky did. I actually am using a gardening book, more precisely a book about Virginia Woolf's garden, oh, as, <laughs> which you bought me actually. Did I really? <laughs> as a block to the back of my microphone, along with In Search of Rex Whistler, His Life and Work. Huh. I so don't have a block to the back have, of my microphone. Have the Phelps yeah. twins appeared in anything else? Well, I'm glad you asked. They have. They've both been in uh, Kingdom. Is that Stephen Fry um, thing? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Cool. No way of knowing. Um, Yes. Oh, yes, it's where it's where he's a he's a solicitor, isn't it? Uh, yeah, they appeared together um, in episodes three point five, presumably the fifth episode of season three. I'd, I guess. Well, I guess I assume it is. Um, <laughs> unless, unless they just pop up halfway through episode three. <laughs> <laughs> um, weirdly enough, they played uh, twins. Okay. They also have been in other stuff that. Oh, they've been in separate stuff. What? James was in Ward 3 and The Turn, one of which doesn't have a Wikipedia page, one of which is a short film. And uh, Oliver played Mr. Ears in the film Ears. Well, that sounds like a big role. Well, it's hard to say, because, again, doesn't have a Wikipedia page. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I think it's fair to say that their biggest success is behind them. So, yeah, they couldn't act, uh, really. <laughs> Um, now, I'm I'm a something of an amateur dramatics guy these days. It took, um, took uh, more time than I imagined for you to mention that. But sure. Well, I don't like to. I don't like to talk about my many many accomplishments. <laughs> mm. I've played a vicar. I've played a detective inspector. I've just been talked into appearing in the uh, upcoming Christmas play. Oh. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> Are any of the characters you played twins? Doesn't say. Maybe. Do you not know the inner, whole world of your characters, Carl? Nope. Oh. Say, the, say the lines and don't bump into the furniture. That's my school of acting. Who said that? Uh, let's say it was Cary Grant. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Sure. No, let's say that. So, um, uh, noted theatre actor, Cary Grant. What are your, do you know Cary Grant's in Bristol? I did know that, yes. Yeah. Uh, what are your your acting bona fides? Are? Um, I've been in the village show every year. Okay. Whatever yeah. that has happened, that's not true. Every five, sometimes. <laughs> um, I think that is it. <laughs> yeah. It was Spencer but, Tracy. Is the uh, the guy who said it? Oh right. <laughs> um, yes. Good old him. I almost did drama GCSE and then changed my mind. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I put it down on my form saying I wanted to do it, and then I changed my mind to do history. I, oh yes, I remember. And the rest is history. The rest is science. <laughs> what? <laughs> <There is> a... <laughs> I mean, that's just not what I was saying. <laughs> There's um, I was reading this book thing of uh, common errors. This book you thing. Know, yeah, a book. <laughs> a book. <laughs> it had some common errors in it. So things like um, off your own back instead of off your own bat. Okay. And one of the things where it's like, in Hamlet, the line isn't the rest is science, it's the rest is silence. <laughs> I was like, who has ever thought it was the rest is and silence? Nobody. Nobody thought that. Oh. 
If you did, dear listener, you were you were wrong. You're gonna say in touch and then realize we've got nowhere to get in touch to. No, but I sure get in touch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Simon lives in an Oxfordshire village. <laughs> Colin lives in it. North Bristol. Yeah. If it's meant to be that you'll get in touch, <laughs> then it'll work out. <laughs> Wait. Is that a knocking on my door? Was no, it? it wasn't. No, okay, come on. <laughs> um, I have a fascinating Spencer Tracy fact, then. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Must you? He's the first Was he a person... puppet? Uh, no. <laughs> no, okay. no, you're thinking of Tracy Island. <laughs> it might be, yes. Yeah. Um, he was the first person to win uh, back-to-back Best Actor Oscars. All right. Can you tell me the second person's name? Daniel Day-Lewis. It was Tom Hanks. Okay. I see you're trying to make this into your film podcast. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> uh, save those sorts of dull, dull facts for your <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Let's move on to whatever the next segment is. Oh, you in a segment? Oh, we're rattling through these. <laughs> we do uh, hundreds of things. Uh, um... Let's go for let's go for the classic debate segment. Ooh, debate segment. <laughs> the first thing to do. <laughs> I will do that every time. <laughs> is whether or not you should be providing the theme tune in a the second. <laughs> debate segment. <laughs> I say yes. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> oh, debate <sorry>. over. <laughs> um, no, we're not. Despite the earlier foray into politics and religion of sorts, <laughs> and acting, I guess um, this, these are these are not going to be very serious debates, but they're going to be uh, debates where we take opposite sides. Um, and the first debate is whether or not you should call people mate. I say yes. I mean, are we are we narrowing down to are we, are we saying people in general, or are we saying strangers? Oh, strangers. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Yes, in which case, <laughs> I mean, even if it was in general, probably not. For strangers, definitely not. So you're getting off, you've just, you've, you've had a little bus ride, you're getting off the bus. What do you say to the bus drivers you get off? Thank you very much. <laughs> you say cheers, mate. I mean, in Bristol, you can say cheers, drive. I've, I've never done that. Or now, you emphatically cannot get away with saying <laughs> either cheers or mate, or what I've heard you say... Pow. Pow, I say pow a lot. <laughs> Which is absurd. <laughs> <laughs> now, we both sound quite posh. Sure. When, when our background's not that posh. Sure. You, you know, relative, you know, middle, middle class, say it's cool, blah, blah, blah. What we are not <laughs> are men of the people. <laughs> that's a fact. I disagree, Simon. I think that I am a man of the people. <laughs> Why do you think that? <laughs> what evidence are you going by? <laughs> so, when I say, right, mate, to someone... Yes. Okay. What happens next? <laughs> they say, "You're right, Skip." <laughs> <laughs> the noted Geordie population of Bristol. I was going Birmingham, but sure, it was actually fine. quite Birmingham, wasn't it? Just watching my cat thinking about knocking a vase off the mantelpiece. I'm hoping oh, yeah. it's not going to. Mm, more on that segment later. <laughs> but, so yeah, mate, I can definitely get away with pal. Yes, <laughs> I mean you. I mean, when you say pal, the first time you said it to someone, yeah. Um, the first time, I'll what, be honest, it was a mist. It was it was by accident. Okay, because I was going to say like you must have taken some gumption to get to that point where you're like, I think I could say pal to someone <laughs> who is not my pal, <laughs> and and they will think this is a normal interaction with a normal member of the public. <laughs> 
and that's precisely what happened. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> Did they recoil uh, at all? No. <laughs> no. As, they, they, I mean, I assume they were holding the door open for me, because that's usually when this interaction would happen. Okay. But you know when you're in a shop and the shopkeeper calls you mate? Now, I it, do have a hypocritical angle to my point of this debate, in that I love being called mate. Or right. in pal, or what I particularly love, boss. By people in the wow. shops. Yeah, well, I can. I, I, it's been eleven years since I got a uh, <laughs> a boss, but it, it felt great. It's, it feels wonderful, but I know that I certainly could not say in response. Oh, you're welcome, boss. <laughs> 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 that wouldn't work at all, would it? Okay, let's role play this. Let's role okay. play this. Who, okay, who, I'll be I'll be shopkeeper. You be guy buying presumably a book. <laughs> yes, well. I mean, you don't get a lot of boss types in bookshops, but... Okay. Let's say buying... Uh, vegetarian lasagna or something. <laughs> I make my own lasagna, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm buying a chocolate bar. Okay. In yeah. a corner shop of some variety. Sure, yeah, right. I'm with you. Just this, please. Because <laughs> after you have to say that, when you, yeah. <laughs> just to be clear that you run hundreds of things behind <laughs> you that you're about to bring out. Just, just uh, this, please. Uh, that'd be 35p, mate. Great, thanks. You're welcome, sir. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> but you see what happened there, son? You see what happened there? I do. I do see what happened. I'm smi- I was smiling loads. Of, you couldn't see that. Yeah, but you went from mate to a sir. Okay, mate, let's role play. I, I really right, hate it when that happens. That, okay, happens, to, that happens to me quite a lot. <laughs> I'm an old lady in a charity shop. Okay. Both, in and, both, both in and out of this role play. <laughs> <laughs> and you're buying, I assume, some George for Asda jeans. <laughs> <laughs> I get my jeans from Debenhams. <laughs> Going up for not. Um, you're, you're not. Hello, dear. Me. Is it just this you're hunting? Uh, yes, thank you. Yes. <laughs> what pound forty nine? What's that? What did you say? <laughs> what pound forty nine? <laughs> just give me a second with a tail. <laughs> oh no, it's done that thing again. I just get Gladys. <laughs> Now you see what's happened here. <laughs> Doreen doesn't know how to work the tail. <laughs> I realised that wasn't the point of this exercise. I, but it's, completely, I, it's been derailed. And I noticed you didn't call Doreen mate. Why was I that? I don't call women mate. Oh, it has to be a man. It has to be a man, yeah. Not even a young, not, not even, so a young woman you wouldn't call mate. No. Or an okay, old man. In which case, you know, I'm, I'm looking I'm, at it's, it's got to be male and it's got to be probably below 60, I would say. Okay, in which case, role play again, same thing. Okay, okay. This time I'm a man who is on some sort of jury agree, or like court agrees <laughs> order to work in a charity shop to avoid a fine, which happens quite a lot when I worked in charity shops. You oh, get, yeah, people, okay. get people in doing their community service. That's the word Quite, okay. All right. Like Oh yeah. Well, oh yeah. That's, that's just this, is it? That's it, mate. Okay. One pound forty-nine. Cheers, pal. Do you want a bag with that? Nah, that's right, mate. Okay, you take care. And yourself. Is he? <laughs> Are great. you offering me some jeans? <laughs> <laughs> Are you offering me some jeans for my set? Are you leaving one pound forty-nine behind the counter in case I want to try some jeans on later? <laughs> He said, take care. I said, on yourself, you know this. Oh, sorry. Okay, I'm with you. I interpreted it as, and one for yourself. <laughs> 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 have a leg mate <laughs> no I will I will agree that that did work quite well for you you did, you did pull that off the pal was, was risky territory and that didn't work <laughs> okay <laughs> but the mate did actually do you think I can get chum <laughs> I mean does anybody 
<laughs> maybe not. I think maybe Ray Winston could pull off chum, but quite menacingly. <laughs> but if I said mate to someone, yeah, would, does, would you think? Do you think it would sound natural for me? No, I'll have a, I'll have a bag, mate. N- not really. No. no. And why is it? Is it as I'm too posh, too fragile? <laughs> I think you're too scared of it. I think. <laughs> okay. Would you say love to women? Uh, only if they can't hear me. Okay. <laughs> like, well, you know, when you like you're driving along and someone's driving too slow or something. You know, oh, it's a 30, love. I wouldn't say it to the face, though. I mutter it to my steering wheel. <laughs> I do say things like that in the car, but, but irrespective of gender, I'll call everyone love, basically, at that point. Okay. Like, I call men buddy in this situation. Oh, I see. Don't, okay. Don't know, okay. Don't know why. No. Like, come on, buddy. Oh, my phone. <laughs> interrupt this to say I've got a little, little WhatsApp there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lots of photos of a cat! <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, oh no, it's, a, it's just a picture of a cat. Okay, not an actual picture we of a cat. We actually sent you a cat through what's <laughs> I mean, it's a picture of a picture of a cat. Wow. Wheels within wheels. There you go. You Thanks, know, Hannah. You know, uh, that kind of thing about um, videos of cats on the internet seems to be the kind of the, the, the go to joke about wasting time on the internet. Sure. Do people still do that? Do you still watch videos of cats on the internet? Not so much now I've got my own cat. Okay. Before that, yes. I used to play a game called The Kitten Game, where you'd put kitten and any other word, well, noun, really, any noun, into YouTube search, and there'd be a video of a kitten and that thing. I mean, if you're trying to be really... You have to you have to want to win it, don't you? Okay. <laughs> but like, is, that, is that a game? <laughs> it, was, it was great for me, because you were like, oh, I wonder if there's like a kitten and a pineapple. There is! <laughs> Great day. Right. I think this is all part of why I don't call people mates. <laughs> I don't know if there's a cross, if the Venn diagram of people who look up kittens and pineapples and people who can naturally say mate to people in shops is a thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever got out of my way to look up a cat video. I mean, they, they do pop up on Twitter from time to time. But I feel there needs to be a new kind of uh, stereotype for things people do on the internet. What are you thinking? Uh... <sighs> Probably yell abuse at people. This seems to be going that way. Sure, yeah, Nazism, that sort of thing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, you could do like, oh, got to pop home and do a baby in the old Nazism. (laughs) I don't don't know if you want to take it as shorthand for browsing the internet. (laughs) Yeah. I was distracted by the Third Reich again. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of kitten Hitlers, aren't there? Hitlers, yeah. Yeah. Oh, good lord. <laughs> Cats who look like Hitler.com used to exist. I don't know if it still does. And I'm glad that we crossed off Nazism on our, on our politics, religion. Yeah. Nazism. Um, My bingo card is almost... Triptych. <laughs> Triptych. Nice. Yeah, you heard. That's right. <laughs> have we finished our debate? I don't know if we need a conclusion. I think, I think we need a definitive decision. Um, don't do it. Did I ever tell you about the time that someone called me blood? <laughs> I don't know if you did. Um, was, were you part of some sort of gangland war? Um, yeah, I was clicking my fingers. I was I was jumping and dancing. That's what gangland wars, right? Yeah, I think so. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, I was, I was. I bought some pizza from a fairly down down uh, down market pizza place. Sure. Uh, and I was leaving. There's a kid in the way, and I said, "Sorry, mate." And he said, "No worries, blood." Sweet. I mean, it's awful. But <laughs> were you in Bristol? Yes. Okay. I was going to say if this was like Yeovil, <laughs> then it would be quite amusing. <laughs> But Bristol probably does have gang violence somewhere, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, Maybe you to, narrowly to clear, sidestepped being in gang yeah, violence. 
Yeah, it's not like the Bloods and the Crips. <laughs> Is that not where it comes from? Well, maybe. I, I, I mean, I, I don't. I don't think there was any any danger of him saying no worries, Crip, to me. He was unlike yeah. that. Was going to be... <laughs> no, that would. No, yeah. Um, there, there is uh, the so main much... the main point. I've not really brought it up. Oh yeah. Why, why I don't like it is because you were you were not that person's mate or indeed pal. You've never seen them before. You're unlikely to ever see them again. Which is why whenever I'm with you and you do it, yeah. <laughs> I wait until we're a safe distance away yes. <laughs> and say, "Why didn't you introduce me to your friend?" Yeah, no, never, never stops being funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's always great. <laughs> There are no strangers here, Simon. <laughs> Only friends we have not yet met. I mean, having met them in this encounter, <laughs> what do you do to keep in touch? <laughs> I sometimes get the bus again. Okay. Do they, do they think, oh my gosh, you're back. <laughs> Hi, mate. Can see some photos of my wife. I don't, that's probably not a thing friends do, is it? <laughs> <laughs> they keep showing me photos of their wives. It's very strange. <laughs> here we are on the Costa del Sol. <laughs> <laughs> like eyes on the road, man. <laughs> yeah, the bit that I just sometimes feel weird is when I've been to Tesco and we've done this whole exchange, and they say "Have a lovely day," and I say "And yourself," and then I think, well, they'll probably spend the rest of the day in Tesco, but maybe they maybe they love their job. That's true. Of I don't know. People do. Um, have you ever got anyone's son? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, that feels like a thing people do at football matches. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On my head, son. All that. Yeah. Um, I think I'm not quite old enough to pull off son. I mean, you're quite old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone called me um, old old boy, I think. It was an old man. That was pretty good. And he was, what? I, I, no, it was an old son. He called me old son. And he was like, any sense. He was in his 60s or 70s or something. And I asked him, he said, oh, I don't know, old son. I was like, ah, oh, look at this. I feel so accepted. Old son? I've never come across that before. Yeah. Good times. I don't know. I don't want to be. I mean, I like being the whole range of like duck and ducky and love and all these things. That... Shug. I got some shug in America. Goodness me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quite like being called shug. So I think we've we've learned here that we like being called basically anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like such attention. as our such as the, the depths of our self esteem. <laughs> <laughs> Please call me something except me. And yet except, of course, sir. We don't like sir. Don't like sir. But do you, do you not call anyone anything? I mean, would you go for a love or a ducky or something? Like, I don't think, uh, no, I mean, if you can't put off mate, that you can't. There's no way you can put off ducky. <laughs> <laughs> I've toyed with love, but I've never done it. That's um, a weird phrase to use, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes, fair, fair. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I don't think I've ever called anyone anything in these contexts. No. Um, right. So, are you going to are you going to change that? Is that is that what we've we've learned no, here? I, if you, and I think maybe once I called someone mate because I felt like terrified and then and then instantly regretted it. Okay. But I tend to call people I know by their names and people I don't know. I, I just I don't use anything. I probably okay. use sir of people if they're like old or something. I don't know. Yeah, I've done that from time to time. Well, that's another fantastic segment out of the way. Yes, conclusively proved something, I forget. <laughs> um, what's next? What's on the list? Uh, well, we're going we're to do that segment thing where you just generate a random topic and we talk about it. Okay. You got the, you got the means to do that? Yeah, I don't remember what the website I sent you was, but yeah. if I just put Google random topic generator... Random topic. <laughs> no one's no one's still listening to this anyway. 
Um, let's see what this is. Let's have a little look. <laughs> How many impromptu topics would you like to generate? I guess one. <laughs> <laughs> We've still got a while to go. <laughs> and it is doctors. <laughs> <laughs> Right. What, do you, what do you want to do with that? <laughs> bit, well, I'm a doctor. It's a bit broad, isn't it? You are a doctor. <laughs> do you want so, to get um, a different one? You know how uh, in your passport it says, this person is a doctor? Uh, yes. So, I mean, I, I think we should use another one, but let's do this for a second. Okay. Um, we, yes, it does. It says under the, um, like, note, things to notify, it says, please be aware, the holder of this passport is Dr. Simon Thomas. Now, for those who don't know... What's your what's your your background in um, medical training? <laughs> um, I have science GCSE. My oh, yeah. doctorate is in English literature. More specifically, Colin, what would you say? Oh, yeah. You have to be more specific. Right. You can give the title of my DPhil if you like. Otherwise, oh, yeah. just what it was about. Okay, uh, it was about middle brow fiction yes. um, with an element of fantasy. Uh, yes. The title. I don't know why I went into this because I don't. Know this. <laughs> uh, the title was deep, clear, and unbound. Um, <laughs> not actually that far off. It's definitely something, something, and something. Yes, it is. Um, yeah. And it is deep. Rory Storm and the Hurricanes? It's deep, mysterious, and undocumented. Oh, no, it's dark. <laughs> dark, mysterious, and undocumented. So, actually, you're, you're, uh, the Middlebrow Fantasy and the Fantastic Middlebrow. There you go, it's very close. You were very close. Yeah. So, yes, no actual medical training involved. <laughs> So when Indeed. you're on a on a plane and someone has a heart attack or something, and mm. like, is there a doctor on on the plane? And like, yes, yes, the guy in seat E three, mm-hmm. and you can be like, hmm, Virginia Woolf would have said, and then they they just die. That's how that goes, is it? Um, I don't think I probably leap up. <laughs> it came up, uh, but Virginia Woolf did write a book called On Being Ill. You're quite right. Okay. <laughs> or say, did book, it give any essay. good tips about? No, it's more about hallucinating. (laughs) But it could be a comfort to them in their final moments. But I don't often have it with me. I feel that if I were dying, Virginia Woolf would push me over the edge. (laughs) I'd be like, actually, life... (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I could pick a different doctor. Dr. Johnson, of course, was a doctor. Again, not a medical doctor. Yep. Okay, Dr. Johnson. Topic of the day, Dr. Johnson. <laughs> well, the conversation starter dot com. The first thing is, are you smarter than your parents? <laughs> do you want to do you want to branch into that? Um, no, I'm not. They're both wonderful and so much smarter than me in every way. <laughs> okay, sure. Um, I am smarter than the cat, though. <laughs> <laughs> She's very stupid. Bless Sherpy. Uh, so going to the doctor. <laughs> There's a thing people do. I was reading something about... Have we, Ameri- have we, have we done that with Dr. Johnson? <laughs> I yes, so much to, I so much to say. <laughs> um, I did write a thesis on dictionaries once and work for a dictionary, so... I should have you, more to say. Okay, go to the doctor. Yeah. Okay. I was reading something about American health service or lack thereof and someone saying... I think I, I say everything. I think it was on Twitter. But <laughs> they Off, were saying yeah. that somebody in America thought, if we had a National Health Service, people would just abuse it and go all the time. And they pointed out how difficult it is to persuade, particularly the British male, but also probably any British person or anyone in Britain, um, to go to the doctor. I know I don't like going to the doctor. Do you like going to the doctor? I don't. Although um, I think they've got a point in that there are 
some people who do go a lot. So I, I watched um, a program called um, Behind the GPs Behind Closed Doors, I think it was, because a guy I knew from church is was, was one of the doctors. And they do seem to be the same people who come over and over with nothing really wrong with them. They just feel like going to the doctors. So I think, I think it is a genuine issue that, that some people do that. Whereas I tend to... I, I have the philosophy that if something's wrong, wait a week. Yep. If, it's, if, if it's still wrong in a week, Google it, not, but not too much. You don't want to yeah. find the cancer stuff, but you do sure. want to be able to go and say, I think maybe it's this, without them being like, that's never happened to any human being. Do doctors like that? I, I always kind of assume that I think maybe it's this. It's quite annoying for a doctor. Maybe it is. I, I mean, my friend did go and say he thought he maybe coughed up some of his luck. No, it wasn't coughed. He thought, he thought, oh no, he thought part of his lung had become detached. Wow. And the doctor was able to say to him, that is not something that's ever happened. So, <laughs> I mean, I could just go and say, I've got X symptoms, and maybe they do like that rather than suggesting, but I do like to go with hmm. a, some sort of idea. I don't know. I, um, I went, last time I went to the doctor's because I'd hurt my back. And I Aww. found some, some webpage that said, um, here's some exercises you do, and make sure you consult your GP before doing them. <laughs> so I thought, okay, fine, because yeah, maybe they could make things worse or else. So I went to the GP who just printed off the same page and handed it to me. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, I'm glad, glad, I, glad I took some time off work for this. Just me, like, why are you wasting all of our time? <laughs> yeah, thanks for our, taking our, our, taking our tax dollars for your namby pamby Carl. Yes, I'm... Disruption to Hedgenet. Some dirt, you see. Yes. Oh, um, <laughs> I can see you are a doctor. <laughs> I guess that's what they say, like, and you just cover their backs, you don't sue them if you end up... I suspect that's what it was, because I did say... Kind of, I'm, at this point, I was trying to justify my presence there. So like, well, I did say I should come to the doctor in case things were worse, and they're like, yeah, now has to say that. Oh, <laughs> but at least at least it's easy for them. I don't know how much being a doctor is like being a librarian. But probably, <laughs> probably not in any way. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, as I've mentioned. <laughs> but, but, but I always liked it when people came with very stupid, easy inquiries, because then I could answer them. Maybe it's the same for doctors. Maybe. <laughs> What kind of shoot and do people come with at the library? Like, where are the toilets or whatever? It's not that stupid. <laughs> or just like, can I take this book off the shelf? You're like, yeah, knock your boots. Knock your boots, is what I said to you. <laughs> knock your boots? <laughs> knock yourself out and fill your boots, is what I meant to say. Knocking boots is, is something different. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We've thus finished the, how, how, the who's who of things we need to talk about in a podcast to get attention. <laughs> Um, how long did you la- how long did you last at the library when you just told people to have sex? <laughs> I don't know, I didn't follow up. Um I should say for those keeping track of the notes that I am making during this episode. Oh yeah. It's mostly just pictures and I've written the words I like, but I don't know what that was about. Okay. I did not finish the thought. Maybe it's just some instant feedback. Oh, I like. <laughs> I like I like this. Do you yeah. say you you don't you're not talking to the cat, are you? No, I don't know. He's got. Um, mm. He's yeah, well. bored, leaning out my bedroom window, probably. What do you think about um, charging people to go to the doctor? Um, I'm anti because oh. <laughs> I think it's a slippery slope. Oh yeah, not even a uh, charge for for failing to turn up. Hmm. May oh sure. <laughs> no, actually, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? So there's in the general election in my constituency a couple of general elections ago, um, 
the Conservative candidate had suggested this, basically, and the Labour candidate had picked this up and used in material saying that she said there should be charges for going to the doctor, and there was a bit of an angry uh, back and forth. Um, yeah, I'm probably against, but I think people who make these appointments and then don't turn up are bad people. Do you know that Nye Bevan resigned when they introduced dentist charges? I didn't. Do you know the, the British Medical Association had a vote of no confidence against him? I did. And he was compared to the Nazis because of wanting to introduce NHS. Mm. But yes, he thought it would become too... Um, maybe prescription classes or whatever as well. He thought it, would, it was not what he had envisioned. Yeah, because we, we talk about a free point of service. Point of service but yeah, we you know, say pay dentists you have to pay for prescriptions mostly. Do. You have to tip the doctor on your way out? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Do you call the doctor mate? Um, no, probably not actually. Although, uh, this whole American thing of calling them Doc, I've never got on board with that. Do they do that? They do seem to. Well, at least Robert Downey Jr. does in the Avengers films. I'm assuming everyone else does. Are you ready for such a great callback? Oh, yeah. So you know what's up, Doc? The Bugs Bunny thing. Do you know that his eating a carrot is meant to impersonate Cary Grant? I did. There you go, callback. Callback to all that Cary Grant chat we had earlier. Yeah. And everyone would, yes, everyone would have recognised that at the time, because he did... Wait a minute, is it Cary Grant? Oh, I don't know. I was hoping you wouldn't question me on that. I thought it was the guy from It Happened One Night. Is that not Cary Graham? I don't think it is. James Mason? I think it's Clark Gable. Oh, I always get those two mixed up. CG. Yeah. It Happened One Night was the first film to win Oscars for, I want to say, the big five categories. Thank you. Hmm. (laughs) Put a lot of time and effort into it. Have you seen it? No, but I do have it on DVD. Oh, yeah. I have seen it. I don't remember much about it. It's got Clark Gable in it. Cool. <laughs> Apparently quite a lot of the uh, Hanna-Barbera characters were take-offs of actors at the time or, or public figures at the time. But it's made us all think that rabbits love carrots, which turns out they don't really. Hmm. Thanks, Disney. It's not. It's not Disney. <laughs> Isn't it? Warner Brothers. Well, thanks Disney for it not being you. Is it Warner Brothers? I, guess I just, I, I just is, said yeah. it was Hanna Barbera, so I'm, but I, don't I don't know, know who that is. I don't know who owns Hanna Barbera. I don't know what it is. Uh, the, the, someone Hanna and some Barbera had this company together. Dara. It's Warner Brothers. There we go. <laughs> not, 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 not Daryl. <laughs> <No. laughs> okay. Apparently, Bookman is the ninth most portrayed film personality in the world. Okay, great. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> are we done with doctors? <laughs> I think we've nailed the doctors. So <laughs> yes. um, well, songs. Oh, yeah. We both sent each other a song. That, well, the idea is that we thought the other one would like it, right? What was that the idea? <laughs> I was wondering whether whether you'd implemented that, don't you? Not um, really, no. Oh. Fine. We sent each other songs, and the other one's going to feedback, give a rating out of 10 for that song. Oh, is that okay? Cool. Because yeah. there's nothing better than song analysis on a podcast where we're not actually going to play the songs. Well, we can play up to thirty seconds of a song. Ooh. So we, you're editing. You can decide whether or not to include those bits. Okay. I think we should. Up to thirty seconds, fair use. I'm not sure how to download music from YouTube, but I'll figure it out. We'll just download it from somewhere else. I'm not going to pay money for this. <laughs> you can pay seventy nine p for it. What? I'll give you seventy nine p. If you need 79p. Good lord. You didn't tell me this podcast was going to cost me money. <laughs> Maybe I'll just download mine and then 
and send it to you because I don't want. I mean, anyway, <laughs> let's talk through first. I chose Leanne. What's her name? Leanne Womack. Yep. A little past Little Rock. Oh, but I can't turn this thing around. And nothing short of breaking down is gonna get me off this road I'm on. Oh, and I'm still a far cry from gone. And I'm a little past Little Rock. And I chose this because I like a bit of country music. Yeah. Mostly I, I like the idea of being someone who likes country music in you know, the deep south of the southern. Because they seem to have such a community and sense of identity. Okay. I don't necessarily want to be in that, but I like the idea of a musical genre having such a, a close, close-knit close group of people who like it. Um, and I think this just came up on YouTube as I was looking for country music. And she released it in the past. I don't know when. Like, same 90s. So not the future, you said. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I did say that. Um, okay. And she's a little past Little Rock, but a long way from over you. Yeah. Oh, what, what are your thoughts? Um, so the music video for this was her sitting in a car. That was... <laughs> yeah. She was driving... Oh, she had to leave that town in Dallas. That town will always be you. Um, it reminded me a little bit of um, 24 Hours from Tulsa, in that it was talking about driving past an American city. <laughs> okay. Is that, a, is that a good thing? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll be honest. I yeah? I, I'm not a massive country music fan. I've got a bit of Johnny Cash, obviously. Who, who hasn't? Um, sure. and, obviously, <laughs> and obviously, I love Taylor Swift. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, yes. it, it was it was kind of fun the way that she, she talked about <laughs> Little Rock. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, it, it was it was entirely forgettable, really. But she emerged as a contemporary country <laughs> artist in 1997. Um, I'm just trying to find out when this happened. Uh, it was it was not something I will be I will be going back to. Um, oh, I thought you would like it. My big failure on the first one. Okay. Um, I, I, there are hints of Shania Twain type stuff there, I suppose. Um, it, it certainly looked like she filmed that music video sometime in the late nineties. <laughs> Possibly herself. Yeah. Uh, I should say the car's not actually moving. She's just sitting in a car and various things playing around it. Um, I am going to give it a five out of ten. Five out of ten for Liam Womack. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Um, right, wow! Here. Look at the look at look at the. I'm just looking at the um, the single uh, cover. It's very nineties. She's got the same kind of hair that Monica had in series one of Friends, actually. There you go. So it must be 1994, 98. Actually, so she's um, a little bit behind <laughs> the times. But, um, okay. um, according to uh, Wikipedia, the song is well crafted. Oh, there you go. You can't argue with Wikipedia. Hmm. <laughs> It reached 43 in the US Billboard Hot 100. <laughs> I love that song. Okay. Um, whereas for you, son, I give you Glenn and Chris singing Diamond Lights, because I, I must admit I missed the bit where we were supposed to get one that I thought you would like. <laughs> Thank you. 
So why did you choose this? Uh, so I think it's an underrated song, this one, because it's basically roundly mocked by everyone. Um, but it was on uh, the first album I ever owned, the greatest footy anthems in the world ever. Okay. Uh, did you watch? Did you watch a video of it? Well, I couldn't find a video of it. Oh, really? Well, I didn't look very hard, but the first thing on YouTube was just a picture of um, like the cover, okay. looking me- meaningfully. Um, with big old mullets. Yeah, or well, one of them particularly, yes. Now, do you know who Glenn and Chris are, sir? Well, I do now, because I looked up it afterwards, but when I listened to it, I didn't. I just okay. thought they were probably Taz and Dave, but <laughs> it turns out they weren't. Weird, because they've got different names. <laughs> yes, apparently so. Um, I've since discovered they were football players, and when I looked at their surnames, I'd vaguely heard, is it Glenn Hoddle? Very good, yeah. And I didn't, I don't know who Chris something is. Chris Waddle. I think they were like... Did they do this together because of their surnames, and if so, why are they not called Hoddle and Waddle, instead of Chris and Glenn or Glenn and Chris? Very, very good questions. I think the answer is yes, and I don't know why. Because <laughs> surely Hoddle and Waddle was the way to go. <laughs> that would have yeah. been great. But I've got to say, started listening, yep. uh, but surprised that you thought... I would like something that was so obviously 80s synth stuff. Sorry, <laughs> synth. Uh, I mean, you say 80s. I, I can't argue with you, but I'm pretty sure it came out in the 90s. <laughs> Did it? <laughs> it's like the most 80s thing I've ever heard. <laughs> but, but I actually liked oh, it. Oh, no. Sorry, no, you're right. 1987. Okay. There you go. But yes, um, I thought it was... Um, it had some fun, unusual chorus. You know, it didn't go quite the way you expect it to go. It wasn't cliched in the tune. Their voices are fine. You can't really hear them because it's a <laughs> new auto tune and whatever. Um, I didn't. I did certainly didn't think novelty record or footballer's record until I looked up afterwards. They, it seemed like a legit thing. I mean, I don't know what a diamond knight is. That was never clear. <laughs> no. <laughs> diamond, di- diamond light. Oh, sorry. I mean, I didn't know what that was either. <laughs> it didn't diamond, matter. They sound like they're cigarettes. I don't know if they are. Yeah, they do a bit. bit bit lighter than Diamond Heavy. <laughs> or just regular Diamond. Very true. Yeah, yeah, lighter they, still um, than Diamond Emphysema. It was some time after, because I got to say it was on this album, but I didn't realise it was actually Footballers until many years later. And yeah, for Footballers, their voices are very good, I think. It's the best song I've heard sung by Footballers. <laughs> the recommended song next was Andy Cole, which I did not listen to, but did he release songs? I wasn't aware that he had. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure it wasn't... Uh, you sure John Barnes? He, he's done some rapping. No, it said Andy Cole. Okay, <laughs> I didn't even listen to it. I just read the words right. Andy Cole. The success anyway. of Diamond Lights inspired Paul Gascoigne to release Fog on the Tyne. Oh, good lord. Which is also one of the greatest footy anthems in the world. <laughs> Might lose at some points. <laughs> um, I, I didn't like the guitar solo, but it was mercifully brief. There's never, no such thing as a good guitar solo. Put that on the record. What? Okay. It's just a waste of everyone's time. Next debate. Um. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it a strong seven. There you go. I would listen to it again. Well, that's, so, uh, that's a surprise, but I'll take it. Yeah. Here we go. You're having a good good, um, good old time for, for winning on this. Good this run, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure we ever decided quite what the answer on the whole mate thing was. But yeah. No, but, but you did beat Simon and Cyrene. That's true. <laughs> Lest we forget. <laughs> Bring that back to people's minds. If you like Diamond Lights or A Little from Little Rock, (laughs) A Little Past Little Rock, A Little Past Little Rock, let us know through the means we have not given you. (laughs) Just, yeah, find us. If you are Liam Womack and or Chris or Glenn, (laughs) let us know. Yeah, if you, Glenn Hoddle, if you want to come onto the podcast and apologise for the way in which you managed the glorious Wolverhampton Wanderers into decline, 
And mm. also for inspiring Paul Gascoigne to sing that song. <laughs> uh, you're very welcome. I yes. bet Taylor Swift is a hugely Elmo Mac fan. I, I wouldn't have thought for huge. Huge. <laughs> I think she'd say some nice words about it, yeah. Yeah. yeah she she'd say Reba McIntyre, but she who's in this day and age? She seems to save her, her beef for uh, contemporary pop stars. Yeah, she yeah. does. Right, we must have more segments. What have we got here? Oh, celebrity impressions. <laughs> oh, gosh, I definitely haven't prepared this. <laughs> now, this segment is inspired this time. We, we did a podcast together. You, you came onto my, my movie podcast. Hmm. The C to Z of movies. Um, and did an impression of um, <laughs> Maggie Smith in The Secret Garden, uh, which one of our listeners uh, said caused them to uh, to cry with laughter. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? That was Lucy. Uh, All right. <laughs> was it because it was offensive? Sounded offensively Indian. Yeah, that was why. Yes. <laughs> yes, which I apologise for. To be clear, Maggie Smith was Scottish. In, um, yes, in yes. That movie. And I was trying to do a Scottish accent. Um. So, uh, I, <laughs> the only reason I really suggested this segment is because I thought it'd be funny <laughs> to hear you mangle various impressions. Okay. Um. But hey, I can go first. Um, Please do. <laughs> Uh, are we? I haven't really thought this through. Sh- shall I be kind of doing it in character? Do you think, or shall I be saying a set phrase in in the voice of? Oh, in character, I think. Okay, as long as you don't give away too much. Okay. okay. <clears throat> <laughs> you can leave on a half. If that's too quick, you can leave on a minute and a half. Oh, good lord! What is this? <laughs> well, it's Groucho Marx, <laughs> which I know only because you've done it many times before. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> But what a stellar impression! <laughs> oh gosh! Can, we just, can I preemptively say I don't want you all on the waterfront thing next time? Ah. <laughs> okay. Well, here's mine. Okay. Vas, you should put the Sontanas in the bowl. I think that's a that's not a not at all bad. Uh, Julia Child, isn't it? Is it Julia Child? Yes. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> oh, who knew I've that? seen her kitchen. It's in the Smithsonian. Oh really? Mm. I have got Julia, was it Ju- Julia and Juliet, Jules and Julia, Ju- Julie and Julia, um, on my to watch list. I think it's okay. There you go. I assume she got an Oscar for it. <laughs> no, I assume it's at least nommed. Yeah. Well, there, well, there you, we go. Obviously, dead bit... on brilliant impressions. <laughs> <laughs> Were you doing any kind of hand gestures for yours? No, I wasn't. No, I had my, my usual Groucho Marx uh, cigar. So, no, I, I could tell. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a great line. In, well, okay, line in Modern Family <laughs> saying you only get one chance to make a first impression, and I recommend Julia Child because it's one of the easiest. Was that Modern yeah. Family? It was. Hmm. All right, we're going more segments. Um... <laughs> <laughs> that one didn't take up much time, <laughs> but it was worth every single <laughs> moment. <laughs> Uh, we have the Do You Remember When segment. Where oh, yeah. We think, have we not bored you enough with tales um, from our life so we're going to have a segment based around it? Simon. Yeah. Do you remember when you were budding around with Prince Charles? <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> do, you to, do I say more about it or do you? Well, let's hear what I remember. Um, so we were at some castle in Wales. I forget the castle. Powys Castle. Cool. Was it? Yeah. This one began with C. Definitely um, Powys. We went we, back there together years later. We were kids. Um, just, you know, our parents liked to take us to stuff. Educational things. Castles. Mm. Art galleries. 
Bridges. bridges. (laughs) (laughs) We're indefatigable in our hunt for bridges. (laughs) Well, Simon, once you've seen the Clifton Suspension Bridge, there's no more more bridges to go. What's the point? Would any others be a bridge too far? (laughs) It would be a bridge too far. Thank you. Thank you. Well, in fact, when I was in uh, San Francisco a couple of years ago, well, a few years ago now, um, going across the Golden Gate Bridge, my main comment Can I was interrupt this... to say how pleased I am that for once you've not referred to it as Frisco? <laughs> <laughs> San Fran? Um, yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't understand, Sign. You've never been. Um, <laughs> the Golden Day, which may or may not be that. Um, anyway, it's like driving across the Golden Gate Bridge. I was thinking, it's fine. It's not as old as the Swinton Bridge. Not Did you have to pay 50p to, for the privilege of going across it? Uh, I can't remember, but the suspension bridge is a pound these days. They double is it? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Anyway, we're at this castle. I have to suspend my disbelief, is what I have to suspend. Oh, I'm glad we've got something to cut. <laughs> <laughs> that is gold. <laughs> Take it to the bank guard. If we were doing a trailer for the podcast, put that in. Kill your darlings, do they? <laughs> <laughs> I think we should maybe retitle the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so the title's all we've got. The rest of this is garbage. Yeah, such, such a good one. Sorry, you were saying about walking over a bridge. Do you have more? <laughs> <laughs> we're in a car. You can't walk across the Golden Gate. You probably can. It's pretty long, though. People are always throwing themselves off it. You must be able to walk over it. Yeah. Tell you what, Frisco is uh, surprisingly cold. <laughs> so about Paris cars. <laughs> <laughs> we were there. Helicopter lands. Who is it? Well, Who knows? Some stories don't lead off with telling you who it's going to be and then try and build suspense. <laughs> was it Sharon Stone? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, it was Prince Charles and various flunkies. I don't know why they were there. Um, maybe, Simon, you should tell me about the moment your eyes first met. Well, he came out to this crowd. We, we were eating our ice creams. He yeah. looked our way and said, Nice ice creams. Yes. Hi. And your, with, your clever repost was with other was yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't because they were nice. I yeah, I gotta say it wasn't a lie. You've that was a, that would have been a great moment to to bring out Sir, uh, or probably not Pal, or Your Majesty, or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, whereupon he carried on his walking around the path to go and visit his friend who lived in Powers Castle, which is why he was there. Well, you you know so many of the details of the story. I know, right? Um, me and. I believe the Holdens and you yeah. ran round and he walked past and said, Fast movers. Prince Charles recognised me. <laughs> Prince Charles recognised you. He thought that you were a fast mover. He did. It was the first and only time anyone has accused me of being that. <laughs> so, um, have you tried to, to build on this at all? Get, get knighted? <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't. I haven't. Uh, but. I have been back to Powers Castle with you, and I read One Day by David Nichols while sitting in the grounds. Oh, yeah. And well, that's where I bought a cup of tea for £1.70, and you were um, outraged I for a good that, three yeah. days afterwards. <laughs> I mean, the tea bags cost them like 5p or something. <laughs> Get more the milk. That's... You just sat there without a drink whilst I drank my cup of tea. <laughs> Utterly criminal. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure it's not criminal. Ah. <sighs> I mean, that's quite cheap for a cup of tea nowadays. I paid £2 for one at Pankton Station the other day. Wow. But sometimes you need tea. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love a cup of tea, but... The guy from work, Paul, he bought um, 100 tea bags for a pound from the pound store. They were <laughs> they were not very pleasant. 
I mean, I I feel like you don't need to economise on tea bags. <laughs> a box of pizza chips is what three quid. Yeah, well, it depends on the size. It depends on the size. <laughs> well, it does depend on the size <laughs> and the shop. Let's face it. I should, I should, I should, that's the way the world's going, isn't it? Yeah. To never a true word spoken. <laughs> if you take nothing away else away from this podcast, <laughs> it's that if you want more tea bags, you have to pay more. <laughs> <laughs> Capitalism, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, it's kind right. of back in Soviet Russia. You, <laughs> you just put in your whatever currency they had in Soviet Russia. I want to say a ruble, maybe. And got, I think probably not. Got as many tea bags you need to reach as according to his needs and all that. Yeah. Um, so, Colin, I've gone. I wasn't really sure what the point of this segment was or how it was going to work. Sure. So, <laughs> so do you say segment or podcast? <laughs> <laughs> life really oh, yeah. but um <laughs> i've gone a little closer to today oh, yeah. do you remember when we had a dna test done to find out whether or not we were identical twins i do remember that zone i do remember that <laughs> and i mostly just bring it up because i'm intrigued to, to know what your thought process was before during and after this this period okay so um for, for most of our lives we believed that we were non-identical twins because that's what we've been told yes and indeed what the doctors told mum and dad when we were born um, and across first people said you must be identical and I was like I, I think I should know yes. ha. take this <laughs> <laughs> I would say because I punched them in the face sometimes you've got to I kick their sprawled body <laughs> and then, okay and then maybe f- kick uh, it so hard five, five years ago I, oh sorry well the, one of the reasons we believed um, we had proof of Edicomas about for this was that you can roll your tongue and I cannot. Mm. And we thought, therefore... Um, to be honest, I never really thought about it, but apparently this is something that convinced you. Well, something I thought about, yeah. anyway. So when I read an article, probably about five or six years ago, saying that tongue rolling wasn't genetic, I thought, well, there goes the only proof we've got. We should get tested. I have a DNA test. At, at that point, I was a student and had no money. Yeah. I, I suggested to Colin that he yeah. might, <laughs> might want to pay the £200 for DNA test. How much? £200? £200. Good lord. Never thinking that you would want to pay the whole thing. <laughs> but I've been, I've, been, I've been telling people it was 80 It was like 200 quid. £200. <laughs> Colin turned this down. Fast forward until I had a job and an income and could yeah. afford to do it myself. Yeah. Suggested I to Colin. We should both pay half of this, considering you earn far more than I do, and it's something we could both find out. Talk me through your thought process at that point of the journey. Well, I don't care whether we're, in, <laughs> we're not twins or identical twins. Um, I'm pretty talk- sh- sure the whole thing is a fake. <laughs> <laughs> Are you actually sure? That? I feel like I'm not sure. Um, probably. I think had they come back saying we're non-identical, I would have been um, because they can just send that back to anyone. My, my, my thinking was they they get in the the old swabs so we had to swab inside my mouth and just wait for a bit and then send send back saying no I don't could you can... I mean is that your theory because <laughs> I I really wanted to test it by sending in like two completely unrelated people to see if they I said mean, they're you identical can if you twins want. you still can do that <laughs> yeah. well, what you suggested was I put my swabs in both <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah so I was reluctant to spend two hundred pounds doing. <laughs> Uh, I mean, even in the unlikely event that I found out they were lying, I wasn't going to go all spotlight on them. <laughs> that would have been your, the first scoop of your journalistic career. <laughs> um, so, Front page why, splash on the <laughs> testing thing is a liar. So it turns out we discovered we are, we're identical. We sort yep. of, you know, given the spoiler on that one. But um, 
Why don't you care? Or didn't you care? Do you still not care? It made a fun anecdote. When I phoned you, well, I got back from a wedding to find this, the yeah, leaflet. Yeah, yeah, we've read, all got read, friends. <laughs> my friend Ellie. Hi, Ellie. She won't be listening. But, um, hey, Ellie, and your husband, Rob. James. James. <laughs> um, I don't know why I thought I'd be able to guess the name of Worth a shot. It would have yeah. been great. I mean, not that great. She lived with me. You should know this, maybe. But, why, would um, I, why would I know the names of the husbands of people you've lived with? You've lived with hundreds of people. I've <laughs> lived with 22 people. <laughs> <laughs> and there's probably only maybe like seven husbands between them. How many of the husbands have married more than one of the people you've lived with? Um, I think none. Okay. <laughs> you know the name of at least one husband of someone I live with. Tom. Yeah. Hey, Tom. Um, <laughs> hi, Tom. <laughs> anyway, so I got back from this wedding of Ellie and James. It was about 1am by the time I got home, and this package was waiting, and I opened it, and was very excited to find out we're identical, without knowing this. Phoned you, you were asleep, it was 1am. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In the morning... Phoned you back. You said, don't phone someone in the middle of the night if you're not dying. <laughs> so, yeah, so I think that's a fair, fair comment. <laughs> and, so what you, and then you said, you may remember to tie it back to the link title of this segment. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't so, actually remember, I don't remember the whole thing about you phoning me in the middle of the night, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Uh, you were worried at the time, I think. I, well, I would be, yes. <laughs> I said, you, you said, so are we still twins? Yes. I said, yes. Identical twins. What was going through your head then? I don't. I don't remember at all. This <laughs> <laughs> is such a such a monumental moment in my life. <laughs> I was. I was. I do remember that I was staying uh, with David and Victoria at okay. the time. Um, was this? I don't know when I was would have been there. I think it was. Um, yeah, I think I was we just were, visiting. Wasn't yeah, well, yeah, we were really. twenty nine? Yeah. Um, it was around this time of year. I think I kind of thought, well, it was going to be one or the other. I didn't really care which one. Um, and now it's that one. Cool. So my, well, look, I told quite a few people that I'd be taking this test, and everyone I told was quite excited to find out the result. The one person who did not care. Colin. Uh, Victoria, who... I say I was staying with her and, and Dave. Victoria was very excited to find out. People were. I don't know why you're not excited. <laughs> Well, I, I, looking back, I'm quite pleased with it because now when people say to you, because all our lives, oh, Simon, when yeah, you say all yeah, these yeah. friends, the first question is always, are you identical? And people are always very disappointed to find they out. Are, they feel like personally betrayed. It's like, well, yeah, like, well, when you told me you're twin, you didn't say you were a fake twin. Um, <laughs> whereas now, uh, not only can I say yes, but I have this anecdote to tell, um, which most people are quite interested by. Some people incredibly bored <laughs> I just wanted to guess on no answer just making polite chit chat do you ever feel his pain <laughs> your pain in a minute my teeth get embedded on my knuckles but um, I I remember so I, I phoned you and you didn't answer so I, I phoned mum this was in the morning again. Well, not at one, one in the morning. No, 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 like nine, whatever it was. Okay. And and the first thing she said was, I always knew I was very productive. Two children with one egg. <laughs> That's oh. her takeaway. Okay. <laughs> Golly. Um, yeah. So there you go. We're now identical. It's pretty young. We are. Um and I did go very quickly from feeling that, yes, non-identical twins are twins too. We're real twins. It yeah. counts to ugh, fake twins. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That's rubbish. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Dad is a non-identical twin. <laughs> but it's not good enough. It Sorry, James and Oliver Phelps. 
Oh no, oh, no yeah. sorry, no, no Ireland. Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've not really taken made a, taken advantage of this. We've not done those kind of you know, those weird things where they want you to sort of turn up wearing identical clothing. And... You know that I would do those when it's only you holding me back. I do them if you grow a beard. What? <laughs> Why? It's weird to say. It's so much easier for you to shave your beard. <laughs> Can't be done. I've got a brand, son. I've got a brand now. <laughs> we'll grow it back after the trim fair. <laughs> Maybe my brand is not having a beard. People say, oh, you know Simon? Simon the guy without a beard. Uh, no, that's I can't true. have that taken away from me. It's true. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, we can have each other's kidneys or something, I guess. Maybe. Oh, not probably not. Anyone just both doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, it feels like we've run out of segments um, for this excellent, <laughs> <So soon. laughs> excellent debut podcast. <laughs> So you've been just over an hour. <laughs> how do you feel this has gone? Well, I think actually pretty well. Yeah. I don't know how you how you feel. I've suddenly spoken. I, I've enjoyed it a lot. I can't I've imagine anyone else enjoying it. I can tell you who will enjoy it. My friend Marley. She's oh, quite yeah. excited about it. And I think she maybe came up with the title. Okay, well thank you, Marley. Yeah. And Lorna said she'd listen to it. So okay. if you made it this far, Lorna, thank you. My fear is that it's gonna overtake uh, overtake our other podcast. <laughs> It might do. Oh, yes, mine's called Tea or Books. If, you, if you've come directly to this one, <laughs> instead of via one of our podcasts. One's called The Seed Instead of Movies. Yes. Mine is Tea or Books, where we debate the difficult decisions of the reading life. A tagline we've never used, but I've always intended to. Oh, yeah. So there you go. Well, I think we're starting to end the podcast, as we always do, um, with, <laughs> our, with our famous um, podcast motto. <laughs> Which is... Yeah. Um, twins. It, twins in a, in a podcast... <laughs> Peas Never, <laughs> Never forget. <laughs> Maybe we should. I mean, there must be something. Twins, more like. Oh, putting the win into twins. Putting the win into twins. <laughs> there you go. See you next time. Bye.